Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, as we embark upon part eight of our current series, The Unseen Realm, Understanding Lucifer's Agenda. We are currently covering some of the agents of darkness that serve Lucifer in his rebellious goal to create a global empire and to gain the worship of all people on earth. Scripture is very clear that this one-world governmental, religious, and economic new world order will come to fruition in the last days, and that Lucifer's man of lawlessness, also known as the Antichrist, will rule over it for a period of seven years, known as the Great Tribulation. For every tribulation that has come against this world up until that time will seem like child's play in comparison. Lucifer failed at his first attempt to create this global empire, which took place in the land of Shinar, when Nimrod incited the people to build the Tower of Babel. However, the Lord God will allow Lucifer, or Satan as he is also known, for it means God's adversary, to appear to succeed, but only for a time. And then, just as the Tower of Babel came crashing down upon him, his last failed attempt will also be utterly destroyed. When Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, returns in victorious and conquering power. The first thing that must be established is that God's word is true, for it is the written expression of the living word, Christ Jesus, who is the truth and the way and the life. And he gave us his written word so that we would first come to the true knowledge of God and his glorious plan of salvation for all who would believe in his only begotten son according to his unadulterated word of life and that in the true knowledge of him we would be given insight to follow the blueprint that he has laid out for us in exact and precise prophetic revelation that is rolled out as a divine scroll from Genesis to the book of Revelation. Every prophecy that was given in the Old Testament was fulfilled to the exact time and detail, with 100% accuracy. We can therefore trust that every additional prophecy that has been given regarding the New Testament events that are yet to come will also be fulfilled with the same perfect accuracy and timing with the testimony of Jesus being the spirit of prophecy, as confirmed in Revelation 19.10. Therefore, we must understand that everything that has unfolded in the earth from the beginning, as marked in Genesis chapter 1, has been pushing forward to an end, the end of this age, with a plan of salvation interwoven as a scarlet thread, with blood atonement promise to those who have been called to be chosen, with climaxing fulfillment as recorded in the book of Revelation. And throughout that time, God's enemy has been doing everything within his power to rob, kill, and destroy. 
and to usurp the one true and only God of all creation. And as ruler of this world's systems, he accomplishes this dreadful feat by blinding the minds of those who do not believe, so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, as Second Corinthians 4.4 4 reveals to us. Out of this pool of unbelievers, he raises up agents of darkness, who in their rejection of the truth are easily controlled by his lies and deceptions. And then they are groomed to spread those deceptions to the masses, with a final result being the one-world global empire of the Antichrist that Scripture has confirmed will manifest and is even manifesting now. In our last segment, we covered one of these agents of darkness, which is the Bilderbergers, and how, through their widespread influence, which is wielded by participants who hold the highest positions in every realm of society, including governments, academia, science, education, politics, financial institutions, the media, and much more, are working diligently toward the global empire of the Antichrist. And today we will investigate the Skull and Bone Society, which is also a vital player in this Luciferian agenda. And again, I will be gleaning from the commentary entitled The New World Order by the Jeremiah Project, where they write, The origin of the Skull and Bone Society, once known as the Brotherhood of Death, in the United States begins at Yale when a group of men established an organization for the purpose of drug smuggling. Indeed, many American and European fortunes were built on the China opium trade. The Society's alumni organization's activity is known as the Russell Trust Association, or RTA, and is named after one of the Bones' founding members. It still exists today only at Yale and has evolved into more of an organization dedicated to the success of its members after leaving the collegiate world. The Skull and Bone Society has been described as the most secretive organization in the world. David Ick, who is an English conspiracy theorist and who has written 20 books, was quoted as saying that, Presidents are not elected by ballot, they are selected by blood. Some of the world's most famous and powerful men who have lived and some who are still alive today are bonesmen, including George H. W. Bush and his son, George W. Bush, Senator John Kerry, Austin Goolsby, former chairman of President Obama's Council of Economic Advisers, Nicholas Brady, and William F. Buckley. Other bonesmen include U.S. President William Howard Taft, Morrison R. Waite, former Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Henry Luce, Time Life, Harold Stanley, founder of Morgan Stanley, Frederick W. Smith, founder of FedEx, John Daniels, founder of Archer Daniels Midland, Henry P. Davidson, senior partner of Morgan Guarantee Trust, Pierre J., first chairman of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, Artemis Gates, former president of the New York Trust Company, Union Pacific, Time and Boeing Company, Senator John Chaffee, Russell W. Davenport, former editor of Fortune Magazine, 
the first presidents of the University of California, Johns Hopkins University, Cornell University, and many others. All have taken a solemn vow of secrecy. In the book America's Secret Establishment by Anthony Sutton in 1986, on pages 5 to 6, he states, Those on the inside know it as the order. Others have known it for more than 150 years as Chapter 322 of a German secret society. More formally and for legal purposes, the order was incorporated as the Russell Trust in 1856. It was also known as the Brotherhood of Death. Those who make light of it or want to make fun of it call it skulls and bones or just plain bones. But the order is not just another Greek letter fraternal society with passwords and hand grips common to most campuses. It has ceremonial rights, and it is not happy with prying, probing citizens, known among initiates as outsiders or vandals. Its members always deny membership, or at least are supposed to do so. And in checking hundreds of autobiographical listings for members, we found only half a dozen who cited an affiliation with Skull and Bones. The rest were silent. Above all, the order is powerful, unbelievably powerful, with evidence that is overwhelming. And when it is brought to the light, one's view of the world will suddenly come into focus with almost frightening clarity. Like all secret societies such as Freemasonry, Skull and Bones has an initiation phase. The initiation requires candidates to lie down in a coffin wearing no clothes, plus other requirements of a sexual and perverted nature that are too inappropriate and vulgar to mention here. Additionally, the Skull and Bones Society has a couple of properties that are exclusively used by its members. One of these can be found at Yale University, which is called the Tomb, while the other one is on Deer Island, St. Lawrence River. Some who have seen the Tomb describe it as having plenty of secret rooms, but with no windows. The Order's fundamental beliefs are very similar to the Order of Thule, which was a racist group, and which inspired the Nazi occult mysticism and Nazi ideology. The Tully led affiliates to believe that they are members of the Aryan supermen who survived the destruction of Atlantis, thanks to an occult power that makes them immortal. The Skull and Bones members also believe in the immortality of the soul and perform the same rituals that Adolf Hitler did in the Tully society. This is a requirement for all members of the group. Each new follower swears to keep secret the rules and rituals, and to protect the society and its membership. It means that, after initiation, the new believer becomes a bonesman for life. Each member must obey the rules and their superiors, with the society becoming a priority. According to William Cooper, in his book titled, Behold a Pale Horse, a member shall take an oath that releases them of allegiance to king, government, constitution, or the nation. The new member is also in obligation to obey any recommendation by the Skull and Bone Society. 
It is said that the members declare allegiance to not only remain faithful to the society, but also to the implementation of the new world order. When President Bush took his oath during his initiation, his commitment meant that the oath of office as President of the United States comes in second place after his obligation to the society. He mentioned the New World Order in many of his speeches and was a strong proponent for it. As with the Illuminati and many other organizations that have been raised up by Lucifer in his global agenda, the goal of the Skull and Bone Society is to dominate the world and to form the New World Order, all in alignment with Lucifer's darkened intention to usurp the one and only true God of all creation, which he will never, ever be able to do but his pride compels him to push forward all the same. And as we continue to look behind the unseen realm, the picture becomes clearer as the puzzle pieces continue to fit together in formation of his global empire that Scripture reveals will be headed up by the Antichrist for the seven-year tribulation period. God's prophetic word of truth is manifesting with dramatic accuracy, beloved, as every precursor that confirms the nearness of his coming converges with be-ready urgency. As his watchman on the wall, we will continue to herald the life-or-death warning of salvation's call, while revealing the real and darkened motives behind the cunning deceptions of the enemy that he has set forth to rob, kill, and destroy. And until we come together again, I leave you with Luke 8.17. Whatever is hidden away will be brought out into the open, and whatever is covered up will be found and brought to the light. And as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com. Dot agape light ministries dot com.